0: What has transpired between the Cruncher, Larry Zabisco, and the Dangerous Alliance? There's been a lot of problems over the past couple of months, Paulie said that they would deal with the problem on an internal basis, try to launder their own dirty clothes. Paulie Dangerously had scheduled a match between the Cruncher and stunning Steve Austin when finally it all broke down for the Dangerous Alliance. Here's exactly what happened between Larry Zabisco and Paulie Dangerously. There is dissension within the Dangerous Alliance. Everybody knows it, you know it, Steve knows it, I know it, and instead of just coming out here and firing you, I'm gonna give you a chance. I'm gonna give you a chance, Larry, because when it comes to the Dangerous Alliance, we clean our own laundry, and we take out our own of late, Larry, in the Dangerous Alliance, you've been the trash. Hey! Hey! I'm talking to you! Don't you ever, when I'm talking to you, turn your back to me. You obey my orders like a common woman obeys her husband. Do you understand that, Larry? Do you understand what I'm telling you? You, tonight, will prove yourself, because you're going to wrestle Stunning Steve. Remember, nothing personal. It is strictly business, Larry. But tonight, you prove yourself to me and the whole dangerous alliance. Prove it. I'll prove it. But let me tell you what I think about the dangerous alliance. And it's not business, it's personal. <laughs> Ladies, you are listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil. Ha ha ha. Your shows, <laughs> your entertainment, and your know
1: This is right in Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that.
0: This is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City.
1: The recognized symbol of excellence in sport. And buckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Member of the Network. The sugar, ah, it's the sugar. Little S- Swedish death metal for you. My favorite song, Future Breed Machine. I was just gonna say, did I, did I, st- fifty-four of the Turnbuckle Throwback Wrestling Podcast. We are live to tape. We are live on the Rant, RantDMRadio.com. Part of the, sh- also part of the Shining Wizards Network and whatever Jimmy Ferrari's doing. <laughs> and we are, well, no one's listening because it's. Two, almost 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's on a Friday, so.
2: Well, nice Friday.
1: I'm Phil. I'm Jay. And Augie is banished because he can't behave. He's a chooch. So, little fucking Meshuggah. It's a six-minute song. I don't want to bore you guys, but that's, <laughs> that's like my For I got a t- Okay. And I said, it? So are they from Israel? What a sweet... Oh, stupid. Just that's always long. Mm-hmm. I put on uh, SOU like two days later. And prove. It was as hard as I got. That's a, I i fine with it. I mean, I heard him sing. Yeah. Uh. But anyway. All right. Choppy's not here, obviously. He's uh, stuck at work. He's, as him and I exchange it texts, he said, like, you're right. This is the on-p- the put of America, meaning New Jersey. I said, didn't you? I'm saying to myself, he lived in Jersey. He, he's, he's from there. He migrated from there. He was like he was. He was born in Massachusetts, though. He was born in, I think, Far River. That's a, that's a gypsy town. And if you if you know you know the gypsies, in Boston, but he's but he yes he was in uh, in in the brick. But Anyhood. Uh I've been home. I've, I, I love <laughs> time,
2: but I saw it again. And I love it. Say you bring up old movies, you know, Dirty Harry. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh man, I, I've never <clears throat> excuse me, never seen it. And I've seen the first two so far. I fell asleep during the third one. Uh,
1: I liked him in that one movie where he's where they those those um was it Air Fox or something? With fucking, he's a pilot of these uh, top secret missions. And, you know, oh yes, yes, yes. Fire yes. Fox or some Fire, shit. like that. I think it's Fire Fox. Heartbreak maybe. Ridge. I really liked.
2: Um, I uh, he movies though. Yeah, the,
1: I, the first couple of Dirty <laughs> Harrys were good. You know.
2: You know, when it was, was there an Impact* or *Magnum Force*. Or Magnum Force, sh- yeah, I remember was, that was the other one. So I'm, I'm that's that big. One American. Batman does not scream. Well, I think you know, but you know, he's that dude. Like, if he told
1: his part, I don't think. Uh, well, maybe Tim Burton would. Because Tim Burton's that any other director, you can do it. Yeah. You know, it's like some of those older, the newer, um, like the late '80s and '90s James Bond movies, when Timothy Dalton took over. Why are they doing this? Yo, give it a shot, and then they made a female 007 transition in this last movie. Up until a uh, shot, cause too. and calls. Yo, did you see it yet? Can I? My <laughs> my little brother texted me. He's like, Yo, I, I need to talk about it with you, and I'm like, Oh Christ, I can't. And now my when my brother's texting sort before me. My brother, my brother's not that kind of guy. You know, he he can wait. I yeah. so I um that was good was yeah, it jaw moved. gotta
2: get better, sir. It's my nephew's I'm I'm birthday. just feeling better. Hacking. I had a nice little sinus infection. Little pack to help me out there, and I f- do feel better. I'm
1: glad. Just, just don't 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 not finish the Z-Pack though. Yeah, oh, I pills. They give you something. seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely finish that. Um, happy 19th birthday to my nephew Brandon today.
2: There you go. That's a good year. I watched
1: him come into this world. I was in there. It was crazy hours. Right. Sleeping a chair up and down he's sleeping right my sister and my mom are in the room with her and the nurse throws them all out and they said oh you ain't doing we'll be back later I was I jumped on the train I was like four or five stops away I was in I took the L train from Rockway Parkway and I'm like and then all of a sudden in uniform young man so I'm glad uh, he's doing good things
2: wow what is that Uh, high school Jesus Christ I was 23 years this year
1: 30 either way slice it new uh, yeah. uh show for us 10th anniversary show tentative July 8th or 9th Summer Slam 92 is a throwback oh um, yeah it's tentative it i don't i don't percent. have a date yet i i want to see in the festival that month month so if they can you know i'm going to try for that date if not we we'll, we'll, I want everybody with us with that yeah. uh, our anniversary is July 3rd but it's the 4th of July weekend so i don't expect guys Need a logo for our for our tenth anniversary shirts that we're gonna make up. So if you make us a logo ten years and we like it, um we will give you any shirt you want from our collection or from Pro Wrestling Tees. you know, the regular shirts sweatshirts. You know, we need help. Um made up, you know, ten years of my life isn't. Today. I can't and
2: believe it's been that long.
1: Yeah, man. Listen, this is, I when came on right before COVID. Yeah. So things happened and stuff that we were doing got shut down. Yeah. So like Tommy Fierro thing got shut down for a while. Our friends over at Sacred Heart in Queens got shut down. Our buddy Sal, Chuck, they're both NW um, Wrestling we- action for them. Um Choppy's done some shit with Private Party. I mm-hmm. know. <laughs> it involves war, dude, we're always on his, uh on his, on his left and it's a good time. It's a good night. So Sal added a bl- blue message me. He's like, I'd love to have you and Choppy on the 30th of September. Cool. And I was like, and I'm thinking to myself, why didn't he say Jay's name? Because Jay did an FTW show. He doesn't, yeah. So it's like, yeah. great. We, we you know, it'll be all right. But And if the camera, the, the Wi-Fi always works for us. Thank you, Chuck, for that. And uh, we're going to try to stream maybe some action from the ring. And um, the tickets to like $20. Ringside's 25 uh-huh. Uh. When Sal puts all the shit up, I'll I will post it. And anybody who's low, pretty much, you wanna do a little one at gmail.com or you can Facebook. It's gotta be a high definition JPEG, local ass. Yeah, so I'll mail them shirts. i will still do my due diligence because you guys have been fucking awesome. What it does so, um, but yeah, but it's gonna be a good time. So either way, all right, Jay, we have a ass ton of news to get. Where to even start? This past week, Laying up, laid up is um, 72, 73, yeah.
2: He's he's definitely without a doubt slower than he you know has ever been. Obviously, the dude was still taking bumps in the ring, and you know you you give that you give that uh, magical drug that is nothing to Flair, and it's gonna be it's gonna be concert. oh so then know, the the, you, the original
1: no coast is here, and I will <laughs> I will definitely have comments about it on Friday, um, and then. A day or two later, Steamboat denied all of that. Yeah. Right? And you said that there's some kind of...
2: There's something... Uh, Conrad Thompson has said something. He he commented on it. He wasn't throwing shade towards Steamboat. He was actually... I think it was the complete opposite. He was being flattering. But he says it's not... I don't know what Steamboat said. I think from the words that Steamboat said, it was going to be... Um, he He thought about it for a week and you know he he said okay. he uh, said the crowd was still chanting you still got it and and he wants to re- and i don't know if that's what conrad was talking about or if it was much his end whatever it's it's been it's been uh i think it's perfect so so like to, it's just going to be fucking straight up magic um i'm looking forward to it you know, gimmicky. Says who? I mean, says did it
1: at seventy four, I think, and he fought. Ch- and I'm like, this is ah, Ric Flair. This is Ric Flair. So anybody, but my my whole thing is cosmetic. Right? Cosmetically, it's. Got, I wanted to. He's getting the robe that he got from the eighty six match at the Bash against uh against Ricky Morton. They fought like some like a hundred times, uh, thirty something times that that month. Remember that 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 yeah. feud mm-hmm. with the training bra and, yes. and, and he broke his face and he wore the he wore the uh, the basketball f- uh, mask yep. that the basketball players use now. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's getting that be- that that um that robe that robe redid remade. I think the person who has it flare offered him a hundred grand and he refused. Really? Yeah. There's, there's the, so. Conrad, if you don't know, Conrad is is Flair's son in law. He's married to uh, I think Rick Rick's daughter Megan. Me- Megan, yeah, Megan, Megan. yeah. So Conrad's now doing the podcast. I think he, that's from his first wife. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> Rick had a falling out with um, what's his nuts? The fucking Mark uh, Madden. Mark Madden. So now Flair does it with him, and he sounds worse too, like audio wise. That that's a pet peeve of mine. I can't stand that, you know. But anywho, um. So now, I listen. Now I listen to pot- now the last podcast that Flair did. He had Jim Crockett on. Yeah, David Crockett. I'm sorry, and it's going to be a JCP brand. It's going to be Jim Crockett Promotions, apparently. Awesome. Okay, it's going to be at Star at um at um uh, what do we call that cast? The fucking Starcast. Starcast. Uh, Starcast Five. It'll be in Nashville the weekend. The day. It's going to be the day after Summerslam. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Flair is, it's Rick Flair's last match.com is the whole thing. You could buy tickets next week, I think. And f- here, here's where I'm intrigued Fight TV is selling it as a pay per view. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. And regular pay per view.
2: Well, they've they've done StarCast events in the past. I got, I don't know if I did the first one or the second one. Which one would have, whatever one CM Punk was on, I got that one. Okay. So here's what
1: intrigues me. What intrigues me is that. It's gonna be sold as a pay-per-view. And I'm hoping they add they're doing a round table with Tully, Arn, Barry, Rick, and JJ.
2: Hell yeah. I that's
1: that's worth that's the, that's the worth the admission alone. Yep. The worth the money for the pay-per-view alone. Um but cosmetically I want it to look good. I don't want Ric Flair in his seventies. Looking like a fucking melted candle, yeah. And I I, listen. It's not about embarrassing yourself. It's like he says he's gonna show real. He's gonna show how real wrestling is. And and then David Crockett's like, yeah, all this flippy floppy stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. You know, like you're. I love that wrestling. I yeah. I I grew up on that wrestling. That's my wrestling, right? That's my era, right? Yeah. Get comfy, Jay. Getting comfy here. You fucking. That's why I did it feel like that, see? Got new couches. Thanks, Mom. So, like, you know, I can't stress to you how great that is that they say that, but I don't want to see... When FTR does it, I love it. I don't want to see 73-year-old Ric Flair do it. I, I, so, cosmetically, it doesn't look right, right? But it's Ric Flair. You know, it's 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 not like it's, um, I don't know, who who's who would who would come out of retirement at seventy years old? It ain't like it's DiBiase who's out of shape, yeah, or any of those guys. Well,
2: DiBiase was he was getting around pretty well. When, yeah, uh, but he's
1: he gained tremendous amount of weight. Barry yeah. Windham, tremendous amount of weight. Um, those guys are you know they're not taking bumps <clears> anymore. <throat> you know, so now then Flair's like for those who tell me that I'm doing it for money, and this is where it gets interesting. He's doing it for money. Well. He claims he's not he's, he's doing it for money he says he says and I quote if you saw the money I make off a cameo alone I don't need anything I just cut two commercials he said okay he said I just my my townhouse is two million dollars okay and and then Conrad even said it too yeah the you know if all anybody who think I'm doing this for money you're right out of your mind he just rekindled his uh, relationship with Wendy uh, Fifi they were
2: separated for a while. Yeah, so now they're back together. Apparently, so. Here's the thing. Here's where I land on this. I I wholeheartedly believe him that it's not just about the money. He said it's about the glory. Listen, the 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 cameo thing is is right. You know who's the you know who's number two for pro wrestlers on cameo. Mick Foley. Close. I believe he's number three. Diamond Dallas page is not number surprised
1: two. he's an inspirational guy
2: and Ric Flair by large is number one uh so I I do agree and I forget what the number is but it's it's a significant number it's 300k 400k for the year he has projected already half a million a year just on just just oh cutting, so far so no 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 projected oh project yeah. okay 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 projected last year I think he pulled in the same around 300 400k just from just from cameo so I do agree that there is there is some truth to that but I mean say what you want about Rick Flair the dude has had four five divorces shit ton of alimony he's not exactly the greatest I let's just say I don't want him counting my money Okay. Health-wise, he was practically dead a couple of years ago. That's, I, listen, and then, so then, like I said, I agree. It's probably not about the money, but, I mean, come on. It's it's also about the money. It has to be. But I do, I have to agree that it probably is about, it probably is about the glory, about just, just one more time, one more run. I, I, I get that. Listen, Flair... Flair had the picture-perfect opportunity to go out on top. Think about how many wrestlers went out on top, and like you said, stayed out. You know, like we'll talk about him later. Nikita Koloff is one who you know retired and never came back. You know, for, for and Paul Roma,
1: a lot of we spoke to Paul Roma. Like guys, just walk away. It's it's not that it was it was a job to them.
2: Yeah. Um, but you know, Flair after he left WWE. Would would have but a fucking beautiful send off, just a top of the top of the line send off. Goes to w, uh, TNA. I mean, listen, has great, great stuff in TNA. I think his TNA runs a little under. Like <clears throat> it aesthetically doesn't look good. I'm talking that was Flair had made. You know he's working out every day. He's still working out. And listen, from that video with Jay Lethal, for all intents and purposes, expecting out of Flair from Rick. And the finish, and the finish, yeah, and and that makes and a few woo, woos in the middle. Oh yeah, you'll get that. So and a couple of you know Fargo struts, but he's not. I he get it. don't want him to attempt the corner, although he can do it. I he did it in the fucking. So I mean, maybe it'll happen. And he's like, I'm, I he
1: goes, I'm not one to do moon salt. So I'm like, we know that. Like, yeah. I listen, and and it, you know, it's a it's an entire card. Yeah. So it's like to get a spot on that card. Is pretty significant.
2: I think it's cool that JCP is doing it. Well, that's what I'm
1: saying. If you if it's under that banner and and they're gonna use it as such and they're gonna re and and the, the Crockett's are letting fucking Dumpy, uh, big Dumpy, which is Conrad. And uh, I'm yeah, sorry, need, he's you, like almost five hundred dollars between the, the starcast. Yeah, you're
2: not you're not a fan of the Conrad. I,
1: you know, I think you know. I just I, I'm not gonna pay all that money to be just to be on a podcast. You know Just to
2: be Just to be uh, You know Just listen. to be there
1: At a convention You know Yeah Cause yeah. we wanna be there You know But don't invite Don't send me an invite And you're invited But you have to pay x a couple hundred dollars
2: I'm like Get the fuck out of here That's like That's like a <laughs> We were We put oh, band. oh it'll come to me One uh, of those Pay to play fucking things yeah. I can't stand We had to pay For a spot For a spot
1: It's like 16 bands
2: And oh, you're gonna be opening no, up No no It wasn't even so much that It was It was like, wow. Oh, I, you're gonna be opening up for Winger.
1: Oh yeah, when do I we wish. go on? We well, go if it was
2: Winger, on. I would have paid for it. Yeah, um, but yeah, but but you're going on like eighth out of sixteen. Nah, it wasn't even so much that the Stone Pony. It'd have been Rusted Root. It, it, that's the awesome only, venue. It, it's the name of the band. And we contacted. You know, we're not. And, and it's just a bizarre thing. So, I I understand both sides of that argument. Right. <laughs> so it's it's it, it's an event. So,
1: kudos to them to for making making it an event and, you know it's one of those things where you're more excited now about the card itself than
2: the actual what's Flair going to do like i said my expectations are have the have the big elaborate entrance you know not start to build up the hype to come in slap his fucking shoulders hit the ring hit the ropes one flare flop few chops Maybe a top rope fucking bump, you know, Gorilla Press Slam, fiki four, send it home, see you later. Uh, you know, I, there's definitely going to be a low blow. Yeah, too. Ric Flair is by far
1: the greatest performer, wrestler in my era. Yeah. So it's like, you know, to see two years old, you know, taking bumps, I, was, I cringe. It's like that athlete coming out of retirement, you know. Like, I could still do it, I could still do it, but you can't. After you, was what some wrestlers wanted to do. They lived their gimmick. They 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 hung up at home, you know. Doink the clown, clown. You know, yeah. he, he hung up his fucking wig
2: and put the makeup away. I'm going home. Like I said, I, Rick Flair, Rick Flair. You know. Yeah, but you, you just now you got no. Listen, this is this this is a, a whole other. I was home, of on the road, and it's it's upward. That's funny you say that. They were talking about the party,
1: him and David Crockett were like and the parties afterwards, David Crockett's like, yeah, no one wanted, everybody was afraid they were going to miss something and then Ric Flair said no one wanted to go home. Yeah. So there you go.
2: And that's, and, and I'm telling you, like you, you, you look at that, but it's not even just that, but just, just the, you, you talk to some of these guys and I can understand it. I, I really can where you, you talk to some of them and you listen to them and you, how they are, it's as soon as the music hits and the crowd goes, it's a fucking drug. That that miracle drug that is adrenaline kicks in, and that's that's what keeps coming, keeps you know keeps you coming back. And you know now you're at seventy two, and you know you're getting around pretty well. I mean, listen, God forbid, God forbid something ever you know something tragic happens, but. You look at Flair, this is all he, this is the only thing that he truly, I'm not saying he doesn't love his kids, doesn't love any of his four or five wives, you know, but his true love is professional wrestling. His, is getting, the read, there's a reason why Flair, and this is going to be a compliment for him, there's a reason why he would go to the, the fucking backwoods of Alabama and go to a local promotion and give, their local star 45 minutes of a match this is why he did those he would go around to these towns and because he does love i i truly do think that i think he does love professional wrestling so i believe him when he says it's for the glory i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't it
1: has to be it has jay it has to be bro i mean you you're selling you made a website for it, Ric Flair's last match yeah you you you, you got you you brought back you brought you you pulled the crockets into it that's also listen
2: that's all Conrad listen I know you're not a fan of him uh I I think he is smart in the sense of that he's got a a business plan of some sort again like brought it to you know podcast and you know, he, did, he yeah. didn't he didn't invent the podcast he didn't invent the wrestling podcast but he just he found his little niche, yeah, and he carved out a very I, I think I would say a, a very successful area, and with the star casting, you know, it's a fucking great thing. No, I, I mean we we saw the one with a, when,
1: in 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 Chicago, we saw the setup, and it, I mean it was nice, but I like I said I
2: yeah I, know, I listen I got you listen if I was if I was there I would have been like. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on a second. Maybe we'll just talk about
1: this. Well, the thing was <laughs> I wasn't getting any, any help
2: financially. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course. So of course, like if course.
1: you said to me, if you and Choppy said, yo, I'll throw in
2: this and that, yeah. I'll throw I'll throw money in, I'll throw money in that's an option. Listen, I'd love to go. I uh, there's there's two things and it's funny how Nashville I would definitely love to Na- go. Nashville keeps is it it's Trill. it's two things the fucking Ace Fraley and Peter Chris getting back together. And then yeah now, and now this, I'm like, fuck. You know, but yeah,
1: I'm telling you, it's. I mean, I do, man. I'd love to go if it's, it's if it was financially. If it was, uh,
2: if it was feasible, I'd do it. I would love to go. It is what it is, you know. And then to say I was there for Ric Flair's third final wa- match, his his third final match, his thirtieth final match. Yeah, that irks the shadow. of me. You too. remember the fact that they remember that they uh, him and Hogan toured Australia in like 2011. Well, before that was him and Michaels though. At WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I, but I'm just Yeah, saying, I love you kick. I'm just saying though, but 2011. This is uh, what three years after his retirement, two years after his yeah. retirement, he he toured Australia with with Hogan, which and they had god awful matches. I don't think this. I think they've been scrubbed off the internet.
1: I've never seen one.
2: And they were awful. I heard. I've never you. seen them. But I, I heard you. that they were awful. I believe you. <laughs> Oh God, I just, I just, he said I, they were scrubbed off the internet. I, some, there's only a few things that's been scrubbed off the internet. That's one of them. Word. Uh, and I, I hope, man, I, I, I out and listen. I hope it's think about, think about when Tully last year was it last year when he wrestled with FTR for the six man. Yeah. Think about what ha- what Tully pulled off. That was a fucking. A, a tremendous feat. Uh, but I saw Tol- a man. A man of his age. A man of uh, uh, of his stature did not make a fool of himself. In was it fourteen or fifteen? I saw him at
1: a at a wrestle pro that, at that time. PWS. Yeah. Uh, at a PWS show, I met him. He signed my eight by ten. Talked to him for a few minutes, um, and then an hour and a half later, he makes a save on Tessa. Yeah. She teamed up with. Uh, Oh shit! I think it was Kevin Matthews. I forget who's tagged up against, but it was a mixed tag. Tully comes out, makes the save, drop kicks the entire team, blows his quads out. Yeah, right. But it's like I couldn't believe it. He could still go, you know.
2: But that's what I'm saying. So like, I I bet you. I, you know, I'm not saying that Flair watched that and go and got his wheels turning. Well, Maybe who knows? But, but they're all going to be there that weekend.
1: On's On's in, in no shape. He's not going to fight. No. Barry's in no shape at all.
2: You never know. Barry's we, uh, He we saw him recently. We he, saw him. He did not look like in the best shape. But listen, man, adrenaline's a, like I said. I, I said it multiple times already. It's an amazing drug, and you know, we'll see what happens. I I, I just hope I hope it comes off. I hope this is just a, the the best thing that's ever happened. Somehow or another it's it's at the end of the day it's Ric Flair. He can make magic happen. What's it's true? What's causing all this? You are Ric Flair. <laughs> You're causing all this. Yeah. But that's not the only news that came out oh, early in, in the early week. <clears throat> the the Sasha the Sasha um I was just gonna call it Trinity Fat too Uh the Sasha Naomi thing is that, that's who we want to go next. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, let's touch on that really quick cuz I think it's a work. Both of them have expiring contracts. Expiring soon. Yeah. Like and, real soon. And Sasha without a doubt has had her ups and downs with with WWE management cough cough looking at you Vince. Uh so without a doubt, um, I I know the, the scuttlebutt on the Internet is that Sasha egged uh, Naomi into doing this or forced her or pressured her, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't believe that personally, but, you know, that's what they're saying. I can see how people can come to that conclusion. But, um, you know, I think it's a work. I think it has to be a work, almost. I think it's a work.
1: Because they both (coughs) have expiring contracts. And like you said, Sasha has um, a major beef with with always with creative for some reason. And and management. And then on top of that, Naomi believes, apparently, this is what I read, believes that she deserves a long-term deal because her whole family is basically signed uh, to WWE meaning all three usos and, and more Reigns, I'm like but they're not her family she's married into the family she married into them but that doesn't make her fucking that doesn't make her no know. but she expects that kind of treatment she wants car Blanche and I'm like it's listen what's here's the thing with women's wrestling and, and I and I'm going to get some shit for this cuz you know I I'm I'm not a big fan of women's wrestling I've learned to um embrace it better right because it's no longer it's no longer uh, it's no it's showcase now it's no, it's no longer like a a gimmick it's no longer like a you know like an exhibition or like with, with, with midgets or Andre or that kind of thing when Andre wasn't fighting, they're not curtain jerking no more. Mm-hmm. My thing is this: what kind of value does the creative put on X amount of female wrestlers? Because they'll get pushed from NXT with the quickness now, you know, mm-hmm. and or they'll send some of their veterans now back down, a la Mandy, yeah. Mandy Moore, and they sent Natalia down there two weeks ago. So it's like, at what at what what kind of value do you put on these women that they can, that they have some kind of like leverage? Like they're gonna wa- they 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 they're the tag team champions in storyline. Yeah, they walked into Lauren Idis' office allegedly and put both belts on the table and said, "Now nah, we're not wrestling tonight." And they were the main event. They were the main event. They so now now they have to change the whole thing around, which I'm I'm pretty sure pissed off the rest of the combatants because again, you're you're a performer but you're an artist too. Yeah, you, and you and you know you want to be good at what you're doing. But if you if you get switched up like that, I mean, you can still be a great like you know, they all they're all good wrestlers. But
2: yeah, but it, it, it's uh, you're right. It, it's a little bit. It's it's very it's very peculiar because here's the thing. Uh, I was just gonna call them. What's what's the team name? MG Kitten MGK, M2K. What's the fucking team name with Wes Wesley and. Oh, they, they were, yeah, and, and the one the one guy got, he got he just fired. Got, he, yeah. And the other, and they're, they're trying something, Nash Carter. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying something with Wesley, and it seems to be working, but unfortunately. He had a good match this week. Yeah. Wesley. And uh, unfortunately, with the Nash Carter situation, like, he's, he, Wesley's getting, he's got a little bit of that stink on him. And they're trying to scrub him clean of that, and, and I think it's going to work. Um, but, you know, with, you know, when, when you have your wrestling is this very peculiar art form in the sense of that you're working together inside the ring to, to, to have everybody believe that you're fighting against each other, which is, it's bizarre, but you're, you're working together to be the best and it's, it's, there's a political monster backstage and, Who's going to be the number one sales and who's getting the the rating and blah blah blah. There's so many variables. It's unbelievable. That being said, when when you let's just say like you said they they're main eventing the the segment. uh yeah, you know you're letting all the other women down. That's that affects their payday. That affects morale. That affects. There's a whole, there's a whole litany the, of things.
1: The locker room, quote unquote, the locker room culture. Is that, is that what they call it? Locker room culture. Yeah. Like that, that puts a
2: a stank on stuff, and, man. And, and and so, like, there is a little truth to that, you know. But uh, what, why I believe it's a work is is they they mentioned it on TV in a sense of they kind of listen. You're calling stuff on the fly. Maybe that's maybe that you 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 think of it. You go, hey, that's our best. That's our best option. But I like to think in, in, in a world where you know when real stuff happens. You know, in '91, when fucking Warrior held up Vince McMahon for the money. You know, Vince McMahon got to get the match in the ring. Gets the match in the ring, then fires his fucking ass after that. Um they didn't say in the head in the headphone, you know, on commentary. Hey, yeah, you know, Warrior was backstage holding him up. You know, Jeff Jarrett, same thing in '98, '99. He, they didn't talk about him holding up Vince McMahon against China. Like, I like to think if it's if it's a real, real quote unquote shoot situation, they ain't then that then mums the word with that shit. Something like this that are your, your your tag champs are walking out because of whatever reason, I think they were like, let's get, let's, how are you going to work us these days? There's only one way to work us. You got to fucking do it on the internet. You got to have, you got to be like, quote unquote, work the boys. You got to go, all right, guys, listen, this is the best, this is what we're going to try to do. We're going to get everybody talking. You guys walk out. let's Let's make a show of it. I don't know. That's, that's, that's my that's my outlook on it. I think it's I think it's kind of pretty easy. You know, I, I if it was re, if it was that real, they wouldn't be mentioning anything on TV. You and know, if it and if it's excuse me, and if it's a ploy to get more money like like you say with Naomi or whatever. Listen, Naomi's a made woman. You know, if she if she wants, she'll have a job forever. Naomi's marketable,
1: right? And she's got the the dancing thing, the glowing thing, and you know, and arguably
2: her, one of their best wrestlers, w- women-wise. Uh, if if we're ranking them, if we're ranking, if them, we're ranking, she's them, top five. She's top maybe work, not. work work rate
1: work rate. Yes. All right. Active and inactive. I got Charlotte, Becky, and then what's her face who's injured right now? Um, Bailey. Bailey. Sasha Banks. And I think anybody, well, that 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 if she's if she's fifth, if that, I'm not thinking. I mean, listen, you could put
2: Oscar there. Oscar, you could put you could put Alexa Bliss
1: there. Alexa Bliss isn't better than them though. Oscar definitely. Yeah. Um, but that there's a couple of girls like I don't know, not her. Natty's a great worker. Yeah, Natty. I put Natty could be top five. Yeah. So I'm. I don't, she, conv, i
2: do not She's in the con. She's in the She's in the conversation. She's in the conversation. But
1: my thing is, if it's not if it's not a work, I thought, and this is Phil being fucking showing his age, that it was gonna be like a they're gonna play the race card, mm-hmm. which is bullshit now because anybody and everybody's winning shit. So it's not like they're they're signaling out like back in the day. Yeah. Okay, and the whole card subject to change thing meant more back in the day. Because the talent wasn't as good, okay? If a certain guy didn't show up to a territory that night and he's booked and people paid to see him and you got to wrestle somebody else, that's going to hurt your fucking geek. Yeah. You know, back then people asked for their money back. His people literally, literally walked to the box office and said, okay, Holly uh, Race isn't on the card tonight? He's, yeah. not, he's a no-show? Give my money back.
2: Yeah. And the idea is, the idea is and I, I think it was Pritchard... Bruce Pritchard that said, he goes, if if somebody walks out, gets injured, whatever the case is, the idea is you're supposed to bring in somebody that's better or that's going to that's gonna draw and, and that's the right. idea. But they have a <coughs> locker room full of people that can do it. Of course.
1: There, back in the day, it was, wasn't like that. Yeah. You know? So, if it's not a work,
2: fucking shame on you, man. That's not, because it's, it's not how you do business. That's, yeah. It's, there's a little, there's a little bit of that and then there's a, <clears throat> there's a lot of, uh, you know, the, wrestlers on the internet aka e- AEW <laughs> it, it, it wasn't it was very everybody was like go sasha go go naomi whatever and i forget who it was some somebody's tiktok Card- cardona i think oh please cardona said something and like CM punk kind of fired back at him and i uh, i got i got some word and and i and this is what i think he's doing why not go full mjf and just be pro WWE and you're not signed by WWE there's no better fucking heel you can go territory to territory with that gimmick Vince I'm right here it's th- it's the Mick Foley gimmick in 95 Uncle Eric call me in you know what I mean it's it's gonna work and I you know I, I wonder if that was a little part of it too but I don't know man like it, uh, to me I, I I think it's a little bit I think it's a little bit of a work I, I hope I hope it is I should say because if, it, if it's not I'm somebody that I am pro. You get your ass up and, and you go to work and you have a job to do. Whatever the case is, you, you're unhappy about booking. Don't complain about it. Do something about it. I don't understand why these people don't have agents now.
1: They probably do. Maybe the bigger stars do.
2: Yeah, they probably do. But because if they,
1: if they had agents, they're not walking into creative's office and putting the fucking titles on the desk and walking out. No. If it's not a work.
2: Exactly right. I, I, because I, I, you're a breach of contract. That's what I'm saying. Like you're a breach of contract. That's what I'm
1: saying. So if it's if it if it's a work, then kudos to WWE. So
2: let's just say hypothetically speaking. All right, they did have a disagreement. Okay, so Vince is probably going to go. All right, let him let, him, let him cool off. Cool heads prevail. Vince has been in this situation thousands upon thousands of times. With better talent, by the way. No disrespect to him, too. But yeah, no. With, with true. Except for um, warrior. Except for warrior. Yeah. And uh but you know, you you see that and you just go, okay, that to to me it's just, it's it doesn't make sense. Like I said, the guys who did it right, the Moxleys, Cesaro, these guys just going, Okay, yeah, I'm unhappy. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna show up and do my fucking job.
1: Because Moxley That's though, what you're supposed right, to do. Right, but Moxley and this is not because I don't like him. But Moxley finishes his run and immediately jumped on somebody's podcast and was like, "I was this treated, I was that treated." I was, he gave like a fucking laundry list of shit that he didn't want to do, and but you signed up for it, and that was that, that's another that's another reason why I don't like him. Like like I I my job is high stress, right? So my whole thing is if I don't if I don't want to do this no more, then do something else, right? That's why I keep tell, people keep telling me that. If you don't want to do it, do something else. If you're good at what you do, you don't want to do anything else, right? Yeah. So he's good at what he does. He's at times above average at what he does, okay? I'll give—listen, I'll, I'll throw him a bone. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a terrible performer, a wrestler. I'm saying, like, if you—you you can't, you know, burn your bridge, you know, and justify it by saying, well, I finished my contract. Okay, you don't go to one company. You don't. You don't sit in an interview and say, "Well, Mr. Cop, you know, tell me about the. You were at the, um, Krylon recently, and now you're coming here to to Crayola." Yeah. And oh well, listen, Phil, Kry- uh, Krylon, they had bad working conditions. You're not gonna tell me that in a job interview. You're not gonna tell me that you're on your exit interview. They had bad working conditions. I didn't like the schedule. I didn't like. The, I didn't like the management. You're not gonna tell me that. You're gonna tell. You're gonna tell me why I should hire you and you coming from from the fucking biggest company in the world okay so sell yourself you know and they have an opportunity to because they they you know they they wrestlers they can go to other indie promotions and do like he, he goes isn't he the game changes champion still yeah i think
2: so right so it's like that's my whole thing man i'm not i you know i i i'm going to kind of i'm going to push back a little bit because you know what you have no obligation you have no obligation. No, no, you don't. You're right. But so, so then, that's why. He's he's leaving on his terms, and that's why when he like he says something, I'm not gonna say maybe it means means more, and maybe we believe him, maybe we don't. Whatever the case may be, but it's not sour grapes. It's like yo, this was the climate. They were rewriting shit day of, hour before, and like is if if that's if that's constituting as. Bitching about the company, so be it. But those are the fucking new. Those, those That's what's happening. And what? And, and what if it wasn't true though? I don't see a reason why it can't be true. Like punk, what's going on there? I'm uh, listen. <laughs> I, I'm not
1: listen. It, my thing is this. It. I, I'm listening to Flair today, right? And him and David Crockett are like they're laughing, they're shooting the shit about about the olden days, and of course, younger fans can give a shit, right? But me, I'm like, I'm giddy on the bus, right? <laughs> but in the same breath, they did a, a spot where Flair worked. There was one week during that batch in 86, because the batch was a tour. Yeah. It wasn't just one night. They did like a whole month. He did seven days straight. He did he did broad, he did did a week of Broadway. A week of Broadway's. I believe it. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday. So that's 11, seven days. And then 8, 9, 10, 11, 11 matches in, a, in, in 7 days. These people aren't doing that anymore. No. Okay? And 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 their work schedule's different. The, 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 the traveling is a pain in the ass because they still have to go to, from town to town. But, like, the conditions are better. And the environments are better. And they have medical staff and trainers and fucking physical therapists. And they have their own doctors now. It's like, this is not, listen... If you don't like what where you are, or you don't uh, you or you like where you are but you want to change the atmosphere, then do it another way. Don't fucking don't hold the company up when the fans yes. because I'm sure there's a ten year old little girl sitting in that crowd that paid to see, well, her parents paid to see Sasha Banks and and Naomi, because they're over. Yeah, they're
2: over. Okay, it's, it just it just comes down it comes down to the to the final fact of. You're an independent contractor, so you can, that's a universal term. You can use that any which way you want. Yeah. If you, if I, if I come to your house and, and Phil, I'm going to paint your house. You're you're contracting me to paint your house. I'm going to paint it for $5,000, right? A little pricey, but yeah, Yeah. it's
1: only one bedroom apartment.
2: Yeah, but I, I have great work. I, (laughs) that fucking paint better talk to me. You look at it and then you go, okay, great. Here's the, here's the money, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm going to come back next week. Alright, and then I come in and go, Ah, next week isn't good for me. And then you keep me you keep you keep changing it up on me. Now you're paying me money. I have an obligation. I have an obligation to you. Regardless regardless Did you sign the contract? Let's just say I signed a contract. I have an obligation to you, regardless of the working conditions. But the, but but <coughs> but they're not but but they're showing up for work. Not liking what, so I so I come up here, and then all of a sudden, everything's a mess. Whatever the case is, well, that's not my problem.
1: Yeah, you don't move furniture because you're. I don't move furniture. Paint though. So now
2: I gotta look at you and be like, oh well, all right. Well then now you gotta. I can only do I can only do one wall today. And it's and it's so on and so forth. It doesn't so the the fact what I'm trying to get at is, I am I am a you're paying me for a service. I'm showing up to do my service. If you're not helping me do my service, guess what? I can't do anything about it. I'm still being paid. I have an obligation. Now, if I do something that's past my $5,000, or whatever the case is, yeah, yeah. Not, that's a whole other conversation. Now, you're talking about a salary. These wrestlers are salary-based. They're, they're paid on a yearly thing. Guess what that means? You are, you're indebted to them. You signed the contract. You, there's no if, ands, or buts. There's no gray area. The law doesn't, there's no gray area in the law. You may not like it, but there's two things you could do about it. Nothing and deal with it at that point. Because, yes, booking is fickle at the end of the day. And there's no, and, and Sasha of all people knows. And this isn't her first time leaving. So if if this is true. If this is legit, what kind of a, what what kind of a dependable worker is she going to be? Why would I ever want to hire her for a company? If I have if I if I started uh, a, a Jay's Wrestling Company next week, and all of a sudden Sasha's a free agent, I don't know. Why would I ever want to fucking hire her? Because I'm going to pay you for something. I got to worry about if you're going to show up. That's what, and if it's not a work, right? If it's not a work.
1: And they they wind up not resigning with the company. You know, I see TikTok fucking uh, wrestling wannabe fucking dudes that give breaking news from their car. This happens every day on TikTok, by the way. Now we have breaking news, uh, and then like one uh, social and such is reporting that I was like, "Dude, you're doing it from your car, man." Yeah. But anyway, um, but the, these guys already have a going have Naomi going to AEW, and I'm like, w-
2: it do- she ain't going anywhere. It doesn't right? work like that
1: you know and, and if it's not a work you know and if, if if there's if there's stuff going on to that extent and there's only two wrestlers that are doing something about it if there was a for me if there was 5 5 or 10 10 wrestlers being like you know what we're not showing up tonight you know i'm going to say yeah i'm going to say maybe there's a there's a big there's a there's a problem with 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 uh, with creative and and whatever or management or whatever the fucking case it be like the whole humorous thing like the you know with the with the uh, with the performance center it, it wasn't just one or two wrestlers that complained about him yes okay there was a bare working environment okay mm-hmm. so and again WWE is, is infamous now for, in the last decade for terrible awful content in terms of creative stories and stuff like that um but. In in on the flip side of that, they made the second the secondary show now the the must see show yeah and
2: they're they still are the best in terms of production and all the other crap and, and guess what they're still making money yeah That's in spite of themselves so to me at the end of the day I mean could this be the canary in the coal in the in the coal mine. Of of what's going on in there? Canary in a coal mine, huh? Yeah, I like that. You know, you know they how they they used to send a canary, yeah, of course, to, s- uh, to see if there's oxygen in there. Right. And the canary if the canary didn't come back out, they weren't going in. They weren't going in. Right. Is this the canary in a coal mine? I think it can be, but guess what's going to happen? People like Lacey Evans, people like Aaliyah, people like Rhea Ripley are going to go. Oh, they don't want the spot. I'll take it yeah and a- guess what that's why wrestling's cyclical as an artist you know i got to take a piss if you want to keep going i no, got to take go a piss go ahead go
1: ahead as an artist you know um well I guess we're going to run a little over today cuz we have a lot to talk about but as an artist i i i feel like if you're going to do something like that i'll take that spot i'll take that spot you know it's not about, at that point it's no longer about finances it's about it's about my spot You know, it's about where I want to be on the card. Okay? In my... In my curtain jerking. In my mid-carding. In my main eventing? The women are getting their own... They got their own event. They've gotten several main events and high-caliber... High-caliber places, including WrestleMania. So, it's like they... And they've headlined a bunch of Raws and SmackDowns now. And NXTs. So... You know, it's not like the girls are being second gate. you know. Like, maybe the girls want to be paid like the guys. Cause some, but, the, but there's not a lot of people that are making a shit ton of money either. There's only a couple of guys that are making top dollar there. The Roman Reigns of the world and the Misses, you know. Excuse me. But there's not a lot of people that are making a gazillion dollars in pro wrestling like that, you know. If they are, they're working for Tony Khan at this point. But you know, uh, the the women, re- female wrestlers, are not second grade, are not are not second class citizens anymore. They're not considered an exhibition. They're not considered a a novelty. So,
2: and I just had a thought too.
1: Okay. While I
2: was in the John, while I was in the John, in the
1: John <coughs> for Canaries.
2: Unfortunately, the E has not put on their highlight on women's wrestling they're trying they've it's, done it they've a, a done lot it. it fell off it's i think it's fallen off that's talent though but that i don't think it's talent they got just as much talent if not but more. if you if
1: you have only 4 or 5 women that are that are uh main event worthy that's not Ronda Rousey cuz she's really not she's a name yeah she's good She ain't great though no but i we named 5 girls okay those girls should be headlining pay-per-views, right? Yeah, but if you're not, then you're not getting paid like that. No, if you're a bench, if you're a baseball player and you ride the bench, you might be getting le- league
2: minimum. If you're an all-star,
1: you might be getting, uh, you know.
2: But here, but uh, he, but see, but here's the thing, here's, and it's and this is, yeah. If you're if you ride the bench, you get paid league minimum. That's fine. But what is your job to do? What, if you ride the bench, what is your job? Oh, you're a utility guy. You're going gonna to play uh, whatever your, position you're playing. Your job is to be ready. Right. They're always ready. These they, they, listen, These, these, that, these no, 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 no they're athletes. That's though. the difference. That's the, And that's why that's why where you were getting at with the John Moxley stuff with sour grapes, that's where some people come across with sour grapes. And it's just like, well, it's not their problem. It's not the WWE's problem that you didn't get over it's it's the problem ultimately falls on the performer. Yeah. Now Sasha Banks has a legitimate gripe. In the sense of that she is gets put in certain storylines, she's being invented too. Yes. And there's a start stop aspect with her with her booking. Yes. Is she a leading cause of it? P- possibly. But like you look at Zack Ryder is a perfect example. Zack Ryder arguably is he is probably this generation's Matt Hardy in the sense of that he just knows how to get over. He knows what to do. for some reason, he has a, 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 a like a stethoscope to the internet to the crowd and knows what to do to get over. Uh, and he's been doing it. When the Z True Island story, whatever the hell it was, that yeah, was, that was the a Internet g- champion that champion. was a genuine, genuine way to get over, and it got over. And what did the E do? They fucking shit all over it. Zack Zach Ryder was ready. That's the difference. He's always ready. The WWE was uh, <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. The E did not fucking plug him in. But like I said, there's other occasions when if you so, are a so best now player, whose fault is that though? I would see. I would put the blame on WWE, on that on that particular case. Now, looking at like, let's just use a Hawkins for whatever. Hawkins is you got guys that you're, you're Dolph Ziggler, great example. Dolph Ziggler is another one who flirts with the top top guy. Arguably, he was world champion. Work, Jay. work rate, yes, he was, and it was one of the greatest reactions you've ever heard. When he cashed in But the problem is Is that he's He's too good As a As a I don't want to say As a heel As a Guy to get somebody else over He's a I, He's the Jake Roberts Right You know My job is to get you over To the next guy
1: Right It's be it's being It's it's booked differently Than what it was Right But my whole point is Too And I'm gonna I'm gonna back eat, I'm, I can't believe I'm back In WWE at this point But I'm like at what point do you, how many guys and girls, because everybody's like, oh, she should be written better, he should be written better, he should be written better, he should be written better. He, she should be written better. Like, how many people can he do that for in a two and three hour show? Of course. Right? So it's like, oh, well, Cesaro deserves it. We know that Cesaro deserves it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so-and-so deserves it. Right. But Sasha maybe, I don't think Naomi's better than Sasha. I don't think so either. She's marketable. She's not. She's not bad in the ring at all. You know. Look at Ember Moon. They fucking ruined her. Yeah. She was the best indie wrestler,
2: female indie wrestler on the planet. And how did she? How did she tear her Achilles by running after the stupid fucking twenty four seven belt? Put her, Put her out on her fucking ass for nine, ten months because of running after a but fucking. But she belt. was the
1: best indie talent, uh, hands down. Right, Athena was right. So now, you know. And then they bring in fucking, I. she's cute, but the the big girl, Um, what the hell's her name? I can't remember her name already. The, the Rock's cousin, the big girl. Um, oh. G- Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Nice on the eyes, but not very good in the ring. She was sloppy. She hurt a lot of girls. But they, they fucking pushed her to the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mandy, Mandy Moore. Mandy, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, I'm sorry. Mandy... Is the NXT Women's Champion right now. Why? Because of the fucking state uh, of the faction. hmm There's, t- I can't, t- that belt has been held by such, m- such great talent that it, it's almost being dis- discredited now because of, I'm not saying she's terrible, but she's not on that level. She's not main event level. I'm sorry. I disagree. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you she's I, not. I, I,
2: I, I understand where you're coming from. That's a bit. Ba- that Bailey, Sasha Banks, I get, Charlotte. I, I get what you're saying. Oscar. What I see, I look at it the other way. I look at it as as she she's worked very hard. She's, she's more than passable. She's just more than the look these days. She's Trish Stratus in 2004. 2003 right now um, where Trish Stratus started off as the eye candy and then kind of went into the ring and you could see the progression. Mandy Rose is doing that. I, right I hope you're right. Cause right now, she's, I think so. Right think now think that belt is there's being nobody worth Tarnished. I, 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 and yes, at the, the faction, the, uh, I was going to call it a the beautiful, beautiful toxic attraction is a, I, I think it's a big reason the three of them there collectively, but I th- I think Mandy Rose is I um, I I I I disagree with that I I where you're coming from is right because of that old school 2016 NXT Bailey against Sasha at, at at um at Takeover but I think she she's gonna get there.
1: Yeah. Uh, we will stick with NXT for a minute. Um. Oh, you know what? Before we get into NXT, uh, it was announced today that um. Well, no, be- even before that. Um, the Bruno San Martino documentary is out. Oh, it, it's on Amazon. Uh, ten dollars to buy, four five dollars to rent. Uh, apparently it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but there's been great reviews on it already.
2: WWE had a hand hand in. Uh... I don't think so. No, oh. no. Oh, so maybe I no, will watch it. No.
1: Um, if it did, if it would, it would be on fucking. It would be on the cock. Yeah, you would think, right? Um. So yeah, I'm. I'll give you my review. You know, I love Bruno. Uh, I lost. I lost for him. Well, whatever it is, but one of the greatest treasures in the Northeast sold out the Garden more times than Sinatra. Yeah, <laughs> and it was announced that Stephanie McMahon is taking a leave of absence from her her position in WWE,
2: which she, is, you know, to use it again. Why?
1: Well, she says she says to focus on her family, so. Which And then right away, was announced that Triple H is going back to full-time duty. And the concentration is going to be on expanding the brand of the Performance Center domestically and internationally. So maybe you will see NXT Japan come to fruition. And, NXT, you know, another NXT. NXT East, NXT West I'd like to see. You know, East Coast, West Coast. That'd be pretty cool. You could swap talent, you know. Um, but uh, that's pretty much... Oh
2: NXT, um, I saw. Uh, I I oh, go ahead. Come on. There's definitely. There's something afoot. You going got on. you
1: got a conspiracy theory on everything.
2: There's huh? but dude, come on. I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna do my. Come on, just think about it. You know, I'm just asking a question. You know, yeah. I just you gotta. <laughs> it's not as good as Killer Cross. No, but um, you gotta. There's something. There's something happening. There's something because this doesn't Stephanie McMahon, you are a fucking McMahon. You've been now granted, she's been in the company, you know, working behind the scenes for at least twenty years. I get maybe she needs a little time off or what have you. Um but why make the announcement? Why why all this stuff? It's not to it's not to pass the torch to Triple H. Dude, I'm telling you. There is... I'm not saying she's passing the torch. I'm just saying, like, you know... There's something happening where, for whatever reason, it's happening underneath everybody's fucking eyes.
1: All right, so uh, I'll entertain this. I, I don't know, I, I know we're going way too far. Where's
2: Spock? Where's right. Mount Spock? I gotta get fucking...
1: I'm sure he'll hit you up on this. What's, what, what do you think is happening? Is there a sale of the
2: company? Is that, is that, is that, is that your... Uh... I don't... Uh, I, I mean, I always... Listen... I think there's always, if it's the right number, of course there's a sale. What I think is happening is, it's the, the business, mm, I take that back. The company is more worried about the business than it is the legacy, per se. Th- they don't care that w- of what's happening on screen, they care what's happening <coughs> on the paper. The stock price. Stock price hasn't really done much. But they're still making money. They're still generating a lot, a lot of money. Uh, Every quarter, there's always a fucking plus sign. Um, So what I think is that Nikon is kind of got both of Vince's ears. And just going, listen, man, look at these numbers. No, 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 don't look there. Look at these numbers. If we continue doing what we're doing where we're, we're gonna be we're going to be too big to fail per se. And I think there is going be there is a little bit of that. They are autonomous in the sense of that they don't really have to do too much. And look, I, I mean, they're getting paid. I mean, chances are, you know, I think we said it last week where Fox probably is going to resign them. You know NBC Universal is going to resign them. I think them being on peacock, um, they're not the CNN Plus <laughs> of uh, streaming services, no. But you know, they are. You know, they're 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 holding their own on on Peacock. I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's so u- it's Universal. It's so to MB, you know, so to me, um, I think something's happening. You know, it's always been, it's always been talked about how. Shane, uh, Shane, maybe Shane, but, uh, Triple H and Stephanie don't like Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn is Vince's left, right-hand man. Uh, Nick Khan has moved his way up the fucking ladder. I don't know, man. I think there's a takeover. Pun Pun intended. All right. We'll see.
1: Uh, NXT real quick. I, the women's tournament, breakout star tournament is, is progressing, Nikita Lyons you know, is probably going to win the whole thing. hmm And she's, and rightfully so. She's delicious. Um, Carmelo Hayes had a good match. He teamed up with his partner. Um, and they fought Cameron Grimes and Solo Sakai, who I like. Mm-hmm. Going to be a massive star. He's going to be probably the next North American champion. Um, the, you know... Uh, Viking Raiders had a good match with uh, the brothers. What the fuck's the name from the uh, Diamond Mine Creed, Creed, Creed Brothers? Creed yeah, brothers. there's some dissension in the ranks with them and Roddy, who's apparently in charge now because they let what's his face go. Yep. Yeah, so that's going on, and uh, Braun Breaker and, and the Gacy thing is getting interesting, um, and they're gonna have a a match at in your house, and if Braun gets disqualified, he loses the title. So, good, 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 and nothing else really. That's tickling my tits over there right now. Um, all right. Uh, AEW
2: real quick. Did you see AEW at all? Uh, i read the read this stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. I can't. It's <laughs> not enough time. Yeah, in in the fucking week. Yeah. So I had mo- I had I had
1: I had so much time t- on my hands. So I had I you know I was, it was between that and hockey playoffs this week. Um, listen. The one thing I wa- one of the main reasons why I still watch pro wrestling, besides loving it, is just so I don't have to re- anything real on the news or yes. politics or religion or fucking war, anything that involves tragedy or mis- miscellaneous nonsense. Big thing in the country right now is um, abortion rights, and I think oh, it, was, yeah. it was Texas that that was a Texas that started this. Real quick, that started the whole thing where women don't have the right to abort their, f- their fetus. If, if the, it's
2: not ju- it's not just Texas. It's
1: a- there's a bunch of states that that, that are ignorant and that, that have this thing where they're not letting women decide what to do with their bodies. Okay. So whether you agree or disagree, I don't think CM Punk needs to come on a major wrestling television show with an abortion rights or human rights t-shirt. I agree with his, with the slogan, 110%. I would... It's I'd, neither
2: here nor there, though.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Don't fucking use my time as a platform for your fucking political uh, disgruntles. Because I don't use, you know, unless I do a filatorial, which is very rare, I won't go on, a, on a, one of our regular episodes and be like, Oh, Jay, listen, the, the fucking Dow took a dive this week. Yeah. Okay? Uh, and you know what? Your fucking Bitcoin thing that you told me to get into? Not for nothing. And you know what? I I I you know, I hate Biden or Biden's the reason why we're paying $7 for gas now. Da, 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 da. So whether, you, whether you're, you're right or wrong, yeah. no one wants to hear that. They listen to the turnbuckle throwbacks because it's turnbuckle throwbacks. You, you're getting from the current to the way back. That's what you're getting. I don't want to hear... I don't want to even... I, that, I don't want to see that. Yeah. That's,
2: but, and that's what I always say about I, music artists and, I, and, know, and everything. What is he fucking Bono all of a sudden? Yeah. um, Like, eat a dick, man. His, his, I'm trying, I'm going to try to walk the line. Uh, no, you don't have to walk the line. Although, dude. although, although, like I said, I'm not going to say I disagree with his shirt. I'm not going to say that at all. Doesn't, but, <clears throat> but uh, what I am going to say is there is uh, and I fucking hate this word, but I don't I can't really think of another word. A lot of misinformation. This this all this all shit went down. One, weirdly, I'm not even gonna deny that. It no, it, it, it came on like all of a sudden yeah, like it's and, very and, weird. And not and not in a good way, yeah. Let's it, just it, say it, that. No, you're right, you're hundred percent right. Um but <clears throat> facts are facts. Okay. Regardless of how you feel, this you know, and and regardless of how you feel about it, and because you have to separate opinion from fact. That's what you got to be objective. At the end of the day, all that happened. These are nuts and bolts, dude. There's there's no there's no other kind of shit to this. All that happened is the government going, yo guys, listen, uh, we don't want to be in charge of anything anymore. We so uh. <clears throat> we're going to just give it back. We're going to give it back locally. You guys take the heat. We don't want to. We have enough heat. And that's the first one they pick? <clears throat> Allegedly. Uh, I, th- that's weird, though. It's very weird. Uh, regardless. so once Regardless, again, right. So once again, so but now all people here from that situation, so now basically is my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but all that is happening is, okay, so abortion rights whether right wrong and different whatever the case is abortion rights are just being held down to state and local authorities so if you are in chicago texas you have no problem if you are in texas you have a problem yes and no technically no, you don't because you abortions are legal up to six weeks <clears throat> okay now Whatever. Now we're getting into that's where you get squirrely. But it's it's gray though. It's gray. Okay. It's very gray.
1: It's like but, like like punk shirt. Very gray.
2: Ironically. Yeah. No. It, it was gray. But, but but now all people hear is, well, they're trying to get rid of abortions. It's like, where does it say that? No no
1: no no no. no. Well yeah. Well that's what that's what the public's doing. That's
2: what the public's doing. Right. And but, that's what and this so that
1: shirt breeds that right mentality. that mentality. That's my point. Like, listen, I don't. I and this is and it sucks. That's it's gotta. It's gotta. You know. And I'm so fucking pit. And I listen. I get it. Everybody wants. You know. Everybody wants to be PC now, and they want to be on the on the fucking uh, on on the um the happy fucking wagon. And it's not. It's not all fucking sunshine and 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 uh Gum and drops. roses and yeah gumdrops. and gumdrops, It's not, man. It's a fucking. It's the great one of the greatest. Er- this is not like racism or. It's not like last week when a dude walked into a fucking supermarket and killed fucking yes. ten black people yes. and was like, "Well, you know, you know, it, it, no, there's no argument there." Here's, 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 okay.
2: Here's, here's an, all right. So we're gonna we're going off topic, but this is I think this this is very important. It, here's here's a funny thought, Phil. You are pro-abortion. You are pro-choice. Women's rights. Blah blah blah. You're right. I think you're right about that. And here's and here's the other side. I mean I, I, I'm I'm not. I'm just but let's just say for our sake of argument, I'm pro life. Every life means something to me. Guess what? I am right too. I, I yeah, I'm not gonna I'm never gonna sit there and go
1: This is a, a car conversation that Jay and I would have. Yes, because, on because
2: this is because but that this is where things get lost in translation. Where people are worried about is the the definitive answer. People are looking to blame people. That's all it comes down to. No one wants to be held accountable for actions. Right, because
1: politics prevent accountability. So now, what this leaves open is, for me, as a fan, I'm holding fucking Tony Khan accountable.
2: Because he shouldn't fucking let any of his performers...
1: Wear shit like that on TV. Exactly,
2: and well, listen, and this can go for the other side of it. I'm talking, any I'm talking. It can go with the other uh, side. Yeah, this too. is not.
1: No, guys, let's get. Let's not get. A, first of all, I am a registered independent. Yeah, I think Jay swings to. I'm a. To the, I'm a re, i am registered... listen. You're I, a registered Republican. I, no, I'm a registered D- independent. D- D- I'm a, uh, independent. I'm, a I'm sorry. Registered independent.
2: Right. So we're both independents. It's not my fault that one side has shifted. Yeah. Right. And exactly. Pushed me to the other side. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> and it's not. It's. It, but you. You. But it's not gonna. You know, it's we're not we- we're not wearing that shit no. on, on on our show, and we're not wearing it, and we're not telling you guys how to feel and what to do and how to vote, all that. We just want you to do it. You know, we want you to be a part of something that that people l- fucking laid their lives on the line for, yeah. for, you know, a couple hundred years ago. But in 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 hindsight, it, it's. Now I'm holding fucking Tony Khan accountable. Like,
2: it, to, you know, you, how do you do that? It's, but it's, but it gets, it gets very squirrely because, you know, it's the same could be said about the NFL with the kneeling and and all this I, stuff. I disagree. I,
1: I, I, exactly. It's they're putting it on the fucking helmets. They're putting it on the cleats. Yeah. Listen, I, I am all about what they, what they do. Okay. And I still think happened, it took a fucking knee because of his career, not because he wanted to take a knee for the real cause, but that's besides the point. And I yeah. already said that on a Yeah. but that's because his fucking career was going down the fucking toilet, and he all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. all, all of a sudden, you know, because he's uh white, he was adopted white privilege, he can fucking yeah. take a knee because he's cause he was, cause he was black. Fuck out of here. Anyway, I digress. Um, But... I will. I would take a knee. I would. I would. I would wear shit. Not, not. Not. like on my team. I would wear shit. You know, going to the supermarket if I wanted to. You know, or we have a guy right now on Armstrong Avenue. He his. He lives in a corner house, and his entire front lawn, is, is, <laughs> yeah. filled with. I love Trump. Trump rules. Trump twenty twenty four. I saw a fuck Biden. Uh, flag he's got up there now literally it says fuck biden right mm-hmm. this is in public in front of kids he he lives down a block from a school by the, by the way but again that's his that's his property he pays taxes he pays the fucking insurance he pays it's it's his property mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants and he, and he he he's even got a ukrainian flag hanging up over there so he's, he's he he's in support of the ukraine so good for him right but that's he's not you know he's not in the public eye he's not a celebrity you know He's a local yokel that that the uh, Staten Island loves. You know, he's got the Winnebago and he sells the shirts and the gimmicks and the flags. And again, that's your right. You 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 are. That's what that's what you live here for. For the rights. Um, but now you now you now you're coming into my world. Okay, I don't want to. I don't. I don't care where you stand on abortion rights. Okay, if if we if we have an agreement, if if we agree on it, that's fine. If you want to mention it in a in a radio interview, or you, or you want to mention it at a convention that you're at? Fine, but if you're on if you're on AEW's dime, and you want to come out on their fucking flagship television show
2: with a shirt like that, it's it's you're not. It, it, it doesn't matter where you fall on it, and and that's that's the problem with, with it because whether you're pro or, or 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 not, you know, it doesn't belong there. And 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 I agree with that. And listen, listen, Punk. You know, believes that way. Hey, man, more power to you. But like you said, it, you gotta. It's it's the same thing. Like he was. I'm assuming he probably posted on on Twitter or whatever. And listen, that's your that's your platform on Twitter. Right. On Twitter, you could do whatever right. you You're want. You're CM Punk on Twitter. Your, You're your, not CM Punk of AEW on Twitter. Your Instagram or whatever the fuck, whatever it is. I mean, ex- you represent the company, it's, but it isn't CM Punk's presents AEW right. dynamite. I mean you still work for them but you work it, that, for them. that's your gift. That's yours. So, you know, and then and then, you know, then you can get into the whole well he's the voice of the voiceless, blah blah blah, whatever, all this shit. That's fine. You voice of the voiceless in wrestling. Yeah. You're
1: speaking for the boys and the girls in the locker room. But you know, to to, to
2: to to do that, I, I agree with you. I, I'm somebody that I don't like I don't like mixing them the two together. Same thing with music. I, I, I don't I like to keep them apart. I, it's funny. I, I kind of really don't agree with a lot of Bruce Springsteen's politics. I
1: hate Springsteen.
2: But man, as I'm getting older, I'm listening to the songs going, I fucking get it. I, I fucking get it. I, you know? It's the
1: same thing with Neil Young. Like I
2: I agree with a lot of what Neil he says. Neil Young is a fucking sellout. Right. Fucking And him. he's Canadian. Yes, fuck that, him. that, that I, makes and it even I'll worse. Tell you why. No I, disrespect to our people in the north. We have a lot of Canadian fans. I'll tell you why he's a fucking sellout, really quick. Oh. A number of years ago, he tried to start a fucking streaming service because he's getting all artists are getting royally oh, fucked right. on Spotify. You, that's right. Yes, fuck you. He's blaming fucking some other. Sh- he's just bl- it's, he's blaming some other shit, so he doesn't have to be on Spotify and he started this whole big fucking hubbub for no fucking reason. Right, I remember you, that. You and his and he started a streaming service. You know why? Because one, the fucking sound is compressed on 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 Spotify. And two, Spotify don't fucking pay the artists. So you know what? Oh, now they do. Neil Young is right. Fuck that. And then all of a sudden this happened years later. Oh, they're spreading uh, what's the fucking word? Disinformation, blah blah blah, all this shit, which well, all this shit that's quote unquote disinformation magically becomes true in a while and a few months later, which whatever tinfoil hat, fuck off. I don't really care. But to me, you see that and you just go, oh, well, wh- you're, you're just using that as an, you're just using that as a reason. And and you're trying to be, and it's that's what hypocritical is. You, you don't believe what you really are fucking trying to sell me. That's the difference. Makes you fucking hypocritical. And and, and we're all hypocritical in a sense. And yeah, I get that. At times. But when you don't believe what you are fucking selling, that's a whole different level. Sometimes we're hypocritical because... Rant
1: the, over. Right. We're hypocritical sometimes because the the situations are so gray that you, you're you actually agreeing with both sides of the argument at one point to, to some and that's degree. that's where I stand with, with punk, punk shirts.
2: Right. I I I look at both sides of the argument, and I just go, it's like how I feel I right now politically. Right. It's like you know how I feel politically. Like I hate what's going on with
1: the left, and I supported the left for a lot of things, yeah. but I think the right has
2: some fucking valid fucking uh, issues right now on it's, what and how you, to fix the country. You sound like uh, you sound like the Twitter saver, fucking yeah. Elon Musk, right? But who, I, which, by the way, you know he'll be the he'll be the, he'll be he'll be the new pariah now. Yeah, he'll be the new guy. Every everybody every 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 uh every
1: couple of years a new scapegoat. First it was Fachi, now it's him. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they need a scapegoat, but that's a, that's another story. Yeah. All right. Way we off take, the beaten back. No, but like that's my point. Like keep it off my teeth this is my time. Okay? I'm about to spend a ton of money on AEW. Yeah. They got two pay per views in two months coming up. Okay. I I saw two shirts I already love that I might have to buy. I haven't bought a wrestling shirt in a while because I'm trying not to. But, you know, I, but I'm but about to spend a lot of money on them because I, I do like the product a but lot. But like
2: you said, I, I, at the end of the day, you know, you're going into business for yourself. And I like CM Punk. I love CM Punk. I think he's I think he's somebody that should be, you know, that's all right. I think he's somebody that, you know— should be given autonomy, but yo, now you're giving too much. You know what I mean? As Dave Chappelle would say,
1: he, he was a line step. Uh, Rick, um, Charlie Murphy said it about Rick James. He was an habitual line stepper. Yep. Guy was famous. Would fucking punch people in the face randomly while he was high and get away with it. And oh, he's he's he stepped over the line. It's Rick James, man, you has got a yeah. He would lick pe- women's faces. Hold my drink, bitch. You know. Yeah. I'm Rick James, bitch. But you know what, CM Punk, you're not Rick James, and B, you're a fucking pro wrestler. Keep keep your fucking t shirts in,
2: in 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 your bag. Here's a weird thing: everybody's everybody's got a different philosophy and perspective. Why are we condemning other people? And I can, you can even just say this about wrestling fans about about you know who's an AEW mark, who's a WWE mark. you everybody's right. Everybody's right about it. You know what? Yeah. In your eyes, AEW is better than WWE. Great. I think you're right. I know people who hate <laughs> AEW. Yeah. I, I, and they, to, to me, you are like you look at this and you just go, I, I don't understand. Here's where the division lies. And like I said, that's why, you know, now we're going to go back to the left and right thing. But, like, the, the, the left and the right, the margin is, is, is a fucking country mile wide. And it's and it shouldn't be, and that's why the, everybody's in the middle. They're like it's like the old eighties, nineties f- football game. about electronic g- we're, football. We're all just fucking buzzing around each other because we're going, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. No, wait a that guy's right too. Like everybody's right. How about that? Everybody's right. And then until until we start agreeing with each other, we're never going to find out who's wrong. End of fucking story. <laughs> it's, it's simple. Everybody, stop yelling. Start listening. You know if. If you if you if you you know if you're pro pro life or whatever, okay, talk with somebody who's not, find out where the middle ground is from there. Right. I mean, that's what that's what that's what made me laugh about this is that like everybody's hearing this and it goes, well, the government's trying, it's my body, my choice. It's like, yeah, I guess, yeah, it is. But like, at what point does it not become your body? When you have a, you know what I mean? Right,
1: like, It, it beca- it's
2: it's a very gray area. It is. It's, it's very gray. It, it's probably the grayest area. And it fascinates me. No. And that's why I, I could talk about this forever. Because it, 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 it fascinates it, me. For me,
1: it's the grayest area because I wear two hats. Yeah. Like, I am, I'm independent Phil. And then I'm first responder Phil, who's transported rape patients. Yes I had a 15 year old little girl who's raped. okay So it's like <coughs> there's certain things there's certain situations that make this gray. a lot actually there's not certain there's a lot of situations that make this gray, okay No matter I don't give a fuck which state you live in, okay because I've seen that other side of it on the healthcare side. If I didn't see it like that, I may be on I may be on, on on
2: board with some 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 other shit. Here's... ready, but okay. I would still say keep that off my fucking TV. Absolutely, ready. Really, really quick. We can put a bow on it. Really quick. Here's the problem, and it's gonna, and I'm not blaming <coughs> uh, pro pro choice people, but I'm just going to use this as an example. And you can probably say the same about pro life, but just use pro choice as an example. They'll go like you said, the rape, incest, all that stuff, fucking horrible stuff. Um. You know and they use that as an example that's what they use as an example so then when when somebody who was let's just say hypothetically I'm pro-life and I use as an example okay well when does it that, when does it start is it seven months is it eight months when are we talking a human being and then you go oh well that's just an example now you just what ifs and why can't this be the standard why in every, can't it be the stand, same why can not it be the standard in every
1: state yes then you call the socialist. Well, and that's it exactly. Okay, so now we can't have nice things.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is why we can't have nice right. things. Right, so um, you know what? You are damned if you do, you are damned if you don't. Yeah. Okay. Bottom line, keep it off the even even like, even if it was pro life. Sh- even cause, it doesn't matter because here's the. Pro- cause it doesn't. It, do, the, it doesn't matter. Hold on a second. Here's where the fucking problem lies. Two, <laughs> problem part B. If it was somebody that came out with a pro-life, every life. We're almost two
1: hours and we haven't even done throwback. Yeah, no, I we, love I, it. We
2: got to hurry to throwback too. If <laughs> if it came out as somebody with a pro-life shirt, guess what? It would be fucking top top of the food chart of fucking news because that is wrong, quote unquote wrong. But why is it wrong? Somebody truly believes that. Why can't? It's the same reason why we wear a Bullet Club shirt. Same reason why I'm wearing a Richie Constant shirt. On uh, the ish. Underneath, right. underneath okay. my sweatshirt. Because because I believe in what I'm feeling. I, I'm right. Richie Constant in my eyes is the greatest guitar player that's ever lived. Okay. And I'm somebody who's I'm pro. I'm pro. Steven Ray Vaughan, Paul Gilbert, Steve Vai, fucking Jason Becker, Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. You could throw in. Greatest Earth guitar Clapton. player. But personal preference and whatever? Now, is that opinion-based? Yeah. Of course. Of, of course it is. But it's backed up with a lot of fucking technical. Well, it's the same argument
1: I had in my head this morning with, with David Lee Roth and, and Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Where David Lee Roth's the better front man, uh, f- cosmetically. Yeah. But
2: Sammy fucking wrote amazing lyrics, sang amazing lyrics, and he has a better fucking voice. But for for whatever reason, if somebody wore a pro-life shirt... It would be condemned, and that—that that, 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 right there—that's wrong—is the problem. That's the problem, because one side can get, they can do whatever they want. Don't want to, pro- no, no, no. The rules don't apply to me, and the other side can't. And yep. that's where it—that's where it starts and stops with me. All right, just keep it off my fucking TV. Keep it off the TV. Put it on CNN. Fucking. <laughs> that's what I was on the c- podcast talking about. Put it on the CNN app. I, like I said to me. I had a great conversation with with the queen about it yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? And who's by the way in healthcare? So. Yeah, and she's she's another one who uh, she amazes me too because like she looks at it realistically. I, I, it's I don't know another conversation for for another day. But, where, she's, where but a lot she's,
1: less but she wears two hats like I do. Yeah, and she sees it the way I. I mean, a lot of ways we see it. We see it the same way. Yep, you know. Where we where we we're where we're, we're, dis- we're, we're disconnected to it and then we're connected to it.
2: Same reason why like you we're, like we're looking at what Phil's got for whatever reason the Peacock fucking put on WCW Greed. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's as co- the as the next thing. Yeah, yeah. But we're looking at Lex Luger and Buff Bagwell, and I'll, and here's a great example. Ready? You got two different types. You have guys like, you know. Uh, Brian Pillman and, and, and Brad Armstrong, who are better work rate, and blah, blah, blah. Or, you, like, got a t- yeah, or, or, or you got
1: a 25-year-old telling you this when he, when he, when he wasn't
2: even alive when this yeah. happened. Or, or, well, guess what? That's the fucking point. Right. That's the fucking point. Right. He has a body. Sue him. It's not his fault. Guess what? That's the name of the game. That's where He's we're He's been booked like that since he started. Yeah. In Florida. Yep. Yeah. So. Right, wrong, or
1: indifferent. Ladies and gentlemen, that was probably one of the longest currents we've done ever. Yeah. Uh, we got a cool throwback for you, as always. and uh, 30 okay.
2: years to the day. 30 years to the week. Yeah.
1: We got a turnbuckle throwback still with Phil and Jay, and uh, sometimes with Choppy. Yeah. And uh, we'll be right back. Promotional
0: consideration paid
1: for by the following
0: Are you tired of being uninformed?
1: Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10:15 p.m. on RantEMradio.com and Facebook
0: Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards
1: Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you.
0: Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news Interviews with the greatest guests And of course, tons of laughs In discussing the world of wrestling The show is still available on Monday nights at 7pm east On randmradio.com And Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app And it's still available on all podcasting platforms To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com Where it's still wrestling talk
3: And talk about wrestling you tired of being told what to think and believe by hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you
1: tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news
3: tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use
1: tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind
3: that's where we come in this is justin and vince your host of inconclusive breakdown
1: we are a weekly anti-pc podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin
3: If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack de-platform us.
1: And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network.
0: Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy.
1: Factory.
2: What wrestling team did they do? Oh did they they didn't it was disturbed at this often. Anthrax did raw. I
1: forget. <clears throat> yeah, but he he's not even in the band anymore, Burton. Alright, we're back. W it's a uh, it's WCW day here at Turnbuckle Throwbacks. You wouldn't know it by by the, the fucking demons. You know, you know what the problem was? Once we sat back on the
2: couch, I think and res- I got comfortable. We
1: got real comfortable. I almost took my shoes off.
2: <laughs> I mean, you, you always take your shoes off. You, never t- t- you didn't take them off today. I didn't to take them off today. I, I might, they might be a little sneaky.
1: All right. Well, at least uh, you gave me that, so I appreciate it. But normally you come in, you kick your shoes off right by the door, and you're like, all right, right, you know, that's like your routine, you know? Let's do this. You know, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Your throwback of the week. Let's start it up. And now, here is your throwback of the week. Sponsored by The Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. Now, if memory serves me, we've done this before, but not in length. So, this is a... um through the new eyes for Turnbuckle Throwbacks. This is um, May seventeenth, nineteen ninety-two, from the Jacksonville Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, six thousand in attendance, but with WCW, made me look like it was like fifteen thousand in there. That's what. That's what the best part about WCW, lighting, the you know, ring work, and stuff like that. It's Wrestle War ninety-two. This was. It was held in high regard at one point, right? I believe this was the fourth, fourth one, one and final one. Um normally the uh the, the war games are in the fall. Yeah. Like fall brawl and stuff like that. Starking, right? Uh Tony Schiavone and Eric Bischoff are your your hosts of the evening and of course the commentary duo of Jim Ross and Jesse the Body of Ventura on the Fucking stick.
2: Beautiful. Yep.
1: And it's really uh, really um like Jason, it's a breath of fresh air to get to get it, you know i think uh Ventura's, he you know he's he's always known for his wwe stuff
2: i think i think cuz he comes in <clears throat> he comes in as who big money uh you know doesn't care about he, it, it, i think it was the complete opposite cuz he the way that he just he has such a realistic approach to the business you know when he calls out when the babyfaces are even cheating closed fists <clears throat> over the top rope all this stuff um you know he has a great approach to that, and to me, I think, like I said, it's a breath of fresh air almost. And plus, I just love that voice. That come on, come on, Ross. You know, I I can't do a good Jesse, but I wish I
1: could. Um, your your opening contest was for the WCW United States Tag Team <laughs> Championships.
2: <laughs> I went out to goddamn. Did he come out the uh, come the, out bad the bad street? street? I don't understand that. At least Fondy was the referee. Yeah, um, and uh, Precious was there. Precious comes back. Yeah, this is her first. This is her debut. Um, and she, she she's and she uh, and shout out to the to the post match promo of Michael B.S. Hayes shouting it out to Ronnie Van Zant, who's only been dead for about sixteen years at that point. Yeah,
1: Um which is his. This is not his first rodeo as tag team champion. By the uh, way, tag team champion. Every meet. Yeah, I'm flair with tag team champions. It was him and the tailor made man. You know
2: him better as Terry. Um, shocker. Yeah. Um, but you know for all intents and purposes, the match went on long, too long. Sixteen minutes. But um it wasn't it wasn't an awful match. It was there was it was awful in spots. Um I have affinity for Michael PSA's. Yeah we, we talked about that. I don't know what I love, it is. I love the Freebirds. I love Ken. So I love, I, can. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the match. Let me ask you like this. If if they were
1: fighting another team, like a younger team or a better a better rounded talented team, not someone thrown together for the US championship Look at it more rationally then, or it's still, still because he's Michael. Now in my life, in my in my wrestling life, shit, like where I can eat, like I love Taz, right? But Taz, right? All right, well, it <laughs> fucking light it up, and then they'll they'll have a match in the states, and you're like, oh, why is Ishii fighting this fucking clown <laughs> on on Impact? You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, this yeah.
2: was... I mean, I like. No, know. it's just like to me, you, you you, it's still it's still Michael Hayes doing it, and you know. Uh, the, the 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 ending was spotty. Um, you know, comes to c- throw in, he throws the the five arm, you know, and uh, m- you know, miss misses it, and was it? Yeah, the five arm, which is a great name for a fucking four arm, by the way. I, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just a god awful DDT. Well, not Terry, Jimmy Jimmy Garvin, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Garvin.
1: Cosmetically, was great, and in the ring, he wasn't. Yeah, as sound he he got by. Jimmy Jimmy Garvin was one. Of, I, I like Jimmy Garvin. Yeah. I, I always did, um, even from his AWA days. But Jimmy Garvin is one of those guys that in Texas he was amazing in Texas yeah. with the, against the Von Ericks. Um, he was cosmetically, for the times, the sharp dressed man. Yeah, ZZ Top. That was yeah. like, You know the the Magnum PI fucking stash. The hairy chest, here, here
2: the he suspenders. Looked, here he looked, and he looked terrible. Uh, but he just just looks yeah. different than he did '86. though, with him and Jimmy ain't a lot. They, and then they then now this one they are going back to the southern. Well, he's
1: getting sick and tired of wearing makeup, probably. Yeah. Um, he's like he's like no glam rock. Well, grunge is coming
2: back. That's why throws he throws the worst fucking left jab I've ever seen in my life. But oh my god! Somehow another got it, got it over. Your next match was Johnny B. Bad versus Young Pistol Tracy Smothers. I love this fucking match, and I and I'll tell you why. Heel Tracy Smothers. Heel Tracy Smothers was good, but Ventura complaining about
1: Johnny B. Bad's finisher, about because you know Johnny B. Bad does the fucking the kiss that don't miss. Yeah, which is basically a knockout punch. It's a close fist. Now, listen. Other wrestlers have had this this as 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 their finisher, a la, um. Um, and my fucking... Thing. Yeah. Uh, who else? Like, you know, you can... Yeah, right? but you can't... Listen, I'm I'm twice your size with a half a closed fist. Yeah. But because I'm twice... These guys aren't, like, differentiating no, weight. Yeah. You know? You, I guarantee it. You got am not. Unless you got a kung fu grip, Which right? Which I do not.
2: I'm just saying, though, like, but fist. No, I got you. But, but it's just like you said, a great line, too. It wasn't in this match, but he's like, uh, Let's throw your opponent into the ring. Like, if you're looking to win and you're both knocked out, why are you picking your opponent up and throwing him into the ring? Like, Correct. It's like, yeah, maybe like Wrestling Purist is saying he's, he's exposing the business and he's, he's he's breaking kayfabe, but he's he's a heel commentator and he's commenting about it from the heel's perspective. If you're a heel, why are you not trying to win this match at any cost? You're trying to cheat, which he ended up cheating. We'll talk about it later, but just, like, I love that. It's a breath of realistic approach. Yeah, Um.
1: so... Johnny B Bed knocks out Tracy, Smothers in seven minutes and three seconds with the kiss. And don't miss. Freebirds get interviewed about winning the titles. Hayes has a lot of the shouting out about adding more titles to their collection.
2: Yeah, which by the way, the U.S. tag titles we have wasn't the N.W.A. Yep. The N.W.A. tag titles were in this. So like, there's too many fucking titles. Be-
1: well, because of the whole thing with um, yeah, go ahead. There was more titles because the NWA was didn't break up or they just broke apart Well, they were breaking apart from, from uh, after the Crockett sold the their part of the the territory to Turner, so and they didn't break off from the NWA yet, so they weren't recognizing WWE titles as such. So, anyway, Jay had to take a phone call real quick. So, but um. The next match is Jay spoke about Scotty Flamingo before. It was Scotty Flamingo against uh, Marcus Bagwell. So it's a ra- it's it's basically it's a Raven versus Buff Bagwell. <laughs> you you could fast forward um, ten years and and it's and it's and it's Raven versus Buff Bagwell. <laughs> but now right now it's Scotty Flamingo versus Marcus. Bagwell. And it's
2: and it's from like like I said a young Scott Levy. Uh, you know, before he turns into Raven, um, you know, Dusty that says it, you know, the circus has everything. Um, yeah. And Scott Flamingo
1: Can you believe within a year he was
2: Yeah, I you know, and 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 that's you know, started off as, as Paul E's um you know, pet project. But yeah, it's the truth. You know, uh, Scott Flamingo Scott F- F- Flamingo, Flamingo, you know, Scotty the body. Yeah. Does not fit Raven. Raven fits Raven. Well, either way, he's not
1: he wasn't a bad performer in the ring at no, all. Wasn't absolutely not. He was a bad wrestler not. at all. He wasn't absolutely a bad wrestler. Not.
2: If if anything, he's underrated. His stuff in TNA, which we are gonna get to soon, hopefully. Uh his stuff in TNA is great. I yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. So um yeah. So then the the matches the match goes seven almost as long as the previous match. Seven minutes, eleven seconds. Bagwell's still in that. I won the rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Right. But um, full tights. Yep. Nothing really. They get a recap of Jyd helping out Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons gets jumped. So all right. Speaking of Ron Simmons. Yep. Um. Next, Mr. Hughes with Cactus Jack. Of course, Jesse the Body would would be the one to say, "Hey." Why does Cactus need a bodyguard?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, and you know what I mean? And then I love the approach of just it just shows you how, how good Mick Foley is. And that's your boy. Yeah. Uh, he's another one where I can I can kind of like him to shut up sometimes. But he he comes out to the ring with Curtis Hughes and he just makes it makes a quick left. And he goes somewhere, goes off camera and you don't know what he's doing. And. You know, all of a sudden the baby faces come come to the ring, and he gets and Cactus jumps JYD, and it's a genius move to get, you know, JYD out. Uh, you know, junkyard dog at this point ninety two. He's nowhere near, uh, the junkyard dog of eighty two, if even eighty three, and you know he's still got the charisma, but he doesn't have the the the, the movement in the ring to back it up. So he um they get him out of the ring cactus with a with a elbow off the ramp onto the floor, just fucking you look at that, I just cringe.
1: Well, that's why he can't walk now barely.
2: yeah, you know and uh but and then they they did they did a good thing, Ron Simmons to get him over, you know, fights off the two heels, but he has a match with Curtis Hughes and uh, the rough neck uh not a not a terrible match. I love the fact that he wrestles with the shades on. it's just always, yeah. It, it, you know this was a good match, and it and it got it got its point across. Um, you know Bill Watts is starting his book in here, and you know he Ron Simmons is being groomed to yeah, be. We'll, no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in
1: August. It's the thirtieth anniversary,
2: and some good stuff there. And the story that they tell is really good. And but you know it's just, it's just bizarre to see sometimes. Like it's it's a tag match, and then there's no. Official announcement of, okay, now it's a singles match. Like, just fully just goes to the outside. It's a little bit of a clusterfuck. A yeah.
1: Bit. Uh, your next match is a throwaway. It's a super invader, which is who's Ray Hernandez.
2: <sighs> what? I, I, I mean, what, I don't understand. Why have him under a fucking mask that was coming? You see his hair was starting to come up a little yeah, bit in the mask. With Holly Race, by the way. Yeah. Um, I, I And, you know, ha, ha, Holly Race got him from... <laughs> from Bangkok, Thailand. Meanwhile, yeah. you can tell
1: it's a white dude underneath. Yeah, no, Ray Hernandez is uh is it was a was a was a fine talent. Rest in peace. Yeah, and, and it was confirmed with by uh, a new interview we had two weeks ago with the uh, pretty Paul with Paul Roma. Uh yeah, he beats Todd Champion, who's at this point now a singles wrestler. It was it used to be him and Firebreaker chip, awful tag team. Yeah. The special forces. But now this 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 match should not have gone fucking five minutes, especially with Todd Champion. Yeah. Okay. There's no heat. The crowd didn't get into it. Uh it, it just it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Um Hercules or Her- Hercules Hernandez, if you would have stayed Hercules Hernandez instead of just Hercules. Yeah. And and be under the tutelage of
2: fucking... Because oh, he's a good wrestler, you know? He's a great wrestler. Yeah, he... Oh, man. His, his st- stuff in Mid-South is... In and, and, Japan? And like I said, the fact that he can move uh, at that is, is is beyond impressive. And very underrated. Very fucking underrated. But, you know, put him underneath the fucking hood and the and the, the hair down to his ass. Ah, just terrible. Just terrible. You know what I mean? Bill Watts... Um,
1: does some more fucking shitty fucking.
2: This is this, yeah. This is the start of we, we we should have. You know, this is the start of the Bill Watts era in '92. And listen, Bill Watts has been away from wrestling, from a day to day operation, uh, for, for a number of years at this point. When it, whenever he sold Mid South, which was '80, when did Sting come in? '87, around there. And you know, what what is he? He's coming in and he's cutting people's money. Like, and that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. though
1: like, we We could talk about Bill. Like, we could do a whole episode on, on how terrible Bill Watts was as a businessman.
2: Well, I mean, as a, as a businessman, he probably wasn't, I wouldn't nah, say he was terrible. Terrib- he was terrible. He ran mid south pretty well. He, he had help though. It yeah. wasn't like he, he, you know, he, and he had, it was different he mentality. He inherited it. Yeah. He inherited
1: some of the shit, but he fucking wheeled his, he weaseled his way into the territory. Yeah. because um, the other guy had passed away and there's all well, this shit going on over there too but in the same breath um, he was a talented guy he was well respected in the industry but he fucked a lot of guys over too oh big time but and then he he hold that territory mentality here in a corporate environment and it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work that's what that's what burned him yeah so shitty booking now big Josh versus Ricky Morton Richard Morton yeah um, you know Mick uh Matt Bourne has it's still the same move the northern exposure which yeah. is called the Whoopi cushion the yeah, cushion and I can't believe he beat he beats Ricky Morton
2: these are all like 5 and 7 minute yeah. matches by the way and it's funny because like I look at I look at Matt Bourne like you, you him and and you know decent shape big guy and I I I can't picture him as, as WWF Oh, it was it was a minor blip in the the history of Doink and I I get it but I you know he's just it doesn't fit, and then knowing what we know about Matt Bourne uh, personal-wise, like, okay, yeah, it does It does fit that character, but it has everything. You know, where he doesn't really, he, he's not really doing much. Uh, Richard Morton, you know, just trying to, he, he was off of the He's still going to be a he. Tommy Rich got fucking, he got let, let Shit loose. canned? Yeah, he got let oh. loose. Somebody said something about Pink Slip. Oh. Gotta <laughs> go back to Alabama.
1: I'm gonna sell my gimmick table. I got here. I got my oh my hill shit here. I got all yeah. my face shit here. Hope hope Paul Lee starts ECW. Maybe I get a job. He got definitely got a job <laughs> as the Don. <laughs> what a great gimmick that was. Oh yeah. Um
2: yeah, so you know, like I said, the the less the, the, this is where the, the, the pay per view kind of goes off and you, you can pick up your phone and Well now it gets a little better. Yes, the next match. Well the next match pissed me off because why is Tom
1: Zink, no disrespect, rest in peace, Z-Man, Mr. Minnesota, still don't like him. But why is Tom Zink fighting for the fucking light heavyweight championship? Tom Zink is not a light heavyweight.
2: He's not a light heavyweight. He's
1: got to be at least 240, 250. Yeah. At least. And He's solid, that guy. That pissed me off. It was a good match. Great. I think this is, a, 15 this is an underrated match. And and the best the best part of it, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. He wanted one of them to cheat so bad. Yes, it's all he kept talking about.
2: But you know what was good about this match is at, especially at this point, you, there's not much babyface against babyface um, matches, and this this was a good way to kind of introduce that to everybody because it 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 worked. It worked very well, I think. You know, and Tom Zank, uh should, you know, I'm I'm not saying he should get the shit end of the stick. Uh, I don't know if that's the right the right saying to have, but like you know, he he went Pillman wins with a jackknife. Yeah, where whereas and and listen, a babyface versus babyface match that's how it should happen. But like you said, the 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 hinting of cheating and and you could see a little bit in, in Pillman. Well, Pillman was getting frustrated. Yeah, you could see a little bit
1: in Pillman, which Pillman, was good. Pillman always had an edge to him though, as a face. Oh yeah, he always had that 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 heel ish. Like if he had, if like if a guy's cheating he's gonna cheat. Yeah. If a guy goes too, too too he takes his liberties. He he took his liberties. So he always had that that tweener. He was one of the first ever like quote unquote tweeners. Yeah. That fans would root for him either way. Yep. So, all right. This this piqued my interest because the winner got if the Steiners won, they got a shot at the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Yes. Which in real life they did they did win the championship I think that same year. Oh, it's it's on. I think it's on New Japan World too. Um, the Steiner Brothers are the world WCW World Tag Team Champions. They're going to have their hands full in the next couple of weeks, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, and we talked about uh, the M V C. They they fought a very well respected team team of Tatsumi Fujinami and uh, Legend. Ta-
2: yeah, Takayuki Izuka. Izu- 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 this went twenty minutes. And it, it was this was a match that this um, pay per view obviously because of the War Games match. Um, but watching this match made, I was just, I was on the edge of my seat. This might
1: be the, I mean, if you take the main event out, this is the best match of the night. (sighs)
2: This is the best match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah. Main event is great. Don't get me wrong.
1: I love the main event, but But, if if I'm taking the main event out of it, this was the best match on the undercard.
2: I, I loved it. Um, this is better than, uh, uh, was it Hase and... Chono, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was better than that match. Oh no, way
1: better. It, well, yeah, in a way, Chono and Hase were a great tag team too. These are all These are all guys that that are established tag teams in Japan. Um, I think the difference is though with Fujinami and Izuka, especially these two guys. They Chono, uh Hase's not a power wrestler. No, but Chono was. Yeah. But now you got power, 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 power all around. Yeah. To the point where Izuka gets a busted nose and a swollen eye in this match.
2: Where and it and it was I had to rewind it. It was on the Scotty picks Izuka um, up for the power bomb, and Rick. It was it was an accident, and you could see Rick check on yo. Steiner Brothers at this at this stage, they are the top tag team in the world. In the world, yeah. And people were scared to to face them in the match. Yeah. But the Steiner Brothers gave these guys. Much respect, very. Uh, and there was one more tag team claiming that, though. <laughs> and, and they and they yeah, we'll talk and, about that. And they um, but you could see Rick kind of checked in on him a little bit, but they was, after that, Hase was uh Hase uh, Azuka was was checking on himself, and you could see that he was he was busted up bad. The eyes swoll up pretty fast. That was fantastic. Um, not that he's hurt, but the what fact a that story.
1: Yeah, he like it's he's fucked up because he landed on him.
2: Rick Rick counters what you get um. We we call it the and and Rick counters it with a power slam but that's and Rick, Rick from the ring, but Rick's done even before that. Scotty Steiner goes the the fallaway slam, but when he does the backflip, he and kind of kind of botches it a little bit. Lands on his head. I don't know how Scott stands up. Stands up, <laughs> picks up Azuka, does the move, does the move for real to him. Babyface Scott Stein is fucking just light. The crowd is eating it up. Girls are screaming. Dude, they want
1: you. I have to agree with you. They want on another level at this point. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. You you forget, you forget how fucking good they were, yeah. and and Rick just and I'm telling you, like we're looking at Rick right now. Two thousand one is just fucking jacked. He's got to be fighting Booker T. But in '92, Rick Steiner. Was he looked? He looked like Scott Steiner in the late '90s. Like, yes, he was just just fucking massive, and he was the. At one point, Fujinami is a legend, uh, especially these days too. Still, but at this point, still in '92, Rick Steiner picks him up for a German suplex and just fucking without regard dumps him on his head. Boom. Head, yeah, and st- uh, he sells it, and it's just what power. I, I. There's no other way to say it. Just one. This is so in the good. States, but it was this so, was so fucking good. good. Yeah.
1: And obviously, so they're winning and they get a shot at the titles, but they have a team lurking in the shadows waiting for them, who yeah. also Nikita Koloff, ravishing Rick Rude, and of course Steve Austin, uh, with Paulie and Medusa in their corner. Uh, this was... Uh, this is... Steve Mouton Sting got the loudest pops.
2: Yeah, and... Uh, Stunning Steve starting it off. Even with On Anderson on the team, On Anderson not doing the usual starting off the match. Stunning Steve comes in against Barry Windham, and uh, oh, it takes about four minutes, five minutes for for the first blood to start. One, but uh, God, what which could have been? What? Or what is What? A uh, maybe with Windham at this time? Yeah, I. You said in the match
1: this that's and because you're telling me that, and I'm like, I, I was. Kind of thinking this i didn't i forgot the I, mentions
2: it, uh, without a doubt the most underrated alliance uh, underrated stable uh, faction whatever you want to call them yeah uh they should have they should have had more uh you know that's on bill Watts booking horrible um these guys would have been up there with the 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 horsemen um you know even n w o per se because they had, they had, it was interchangeable parts. You had the future, who was Stunning Steve. You had the past, who was, um, you know, Zabisco. You know, you hate to put, you hate to put that, to the past in that light. I would, if if we're assigning roles, the present is Rick Rude and and Bobby Eaton. And Bobby Eaton was never going to be world world heavyweight champion. Uh, but Rick Rude was going to be.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, you could just tell that this team was was so good. And I think Jay would, would and Jay says they're underrated because there were how many world champions were in that? You had Zabisco was a world champion. Rick Rude was a technically a world champion. Yep. All right. Steve Austin, Steve future. Austin future world champion. Yep. Barry Windham, world champion. Um. So it's like, you know, you had four world champions in there. So, I mean, it, and it's Paul e and it was that that part was brilliantly booked. Thank God it was fucking booked before Bill Watts came in. Yeah. So, I right, match went 23 minutes. Um a couple of noted spots. Um Sting comes in the ring at one point. He comes in not at one point. He comes in the ring and he's press slamming he go he All right. He picks up Rick Rude, right? Now Rick Rude is what? 64, 64 250. 250 maybe. He was always fucking... Just chiseled. He was always an Adonis, Great right? Great God. Right, exactly. There's not much room in the cage. I mean, you only got like, uh, a couple of feet above... It's. I mean, I. I it's not, maybe 10 feet, not even. It's almost the size of a ceiling, like an apartment. He comes in. Now, Sting's fucking six, over six feet, yeah. right? Six three, maybe. So Sting walks in, immediately grabs Rick Rude, and starts to try to press him. Into the fucking cage. Into the cage. But it was like, it had more oomph when Roe Warrior Animal did it because Animal looks like he could bench press yeah. 700 pounds, and he has. um Where Sting doesn't. It, it just shows you how good Rick Root is. And how fucking gorilla strength that Sting had. Yeah. To come in on a fly, dude, he's not pl- he's not like standing in the ring looking at a planet. He yeah. ran in and fucking jacked him up. You know, on Anderson takes a beating in this match. Yeah, he, he ends up bloody. Austin ends
2: up bloody. Barry oh. Windham bloody. Oh, Dustin, my God. Dustin is b- bleeding buckets all over yeah. the place. And at this point, um, Bobby, the, the ring, the ring, uh, the turnbuckle broke. They, well, Zabisco started un, unraveling it a little bit. And, you know, he, uh, you know, started unraveling. And it looked like he got tired. And then Rick Rude goes over there and finishes the job. Um, and it was kind of it was kind of funny to see, you know, the aspect of the dangerous alliance, like the heels. And and then the only way to win is when everybody's in. It was a it was a five on five. Was this the, was this the first year? it Was a five on five? No, it was when the horseman. It was five on five. Correct. Um, but uh, you know, you, you you see you see that, and you know. Just the way that everybody's just—it's bleeding this nonstop action. Yeah, it was twenty-three minutes, but it wasn't—it wasn't. Uh, it didn't didn't lag. Didn't no anything. no it,
1: it People rank it as the best war games match ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna de- definitely disagree with that, but yeah. it's definitely uh
2: top three maybe. I always I always loved the the storyline with with in ninety seven or ninety eight with, with NWO and. Oh yeah, yeah. I always loved that one. Yeah. Uh, but that's just nostalgia.
1: Yeah. So, at this point, um, Larry goes on the outs with them. Yeah. As I played the promo this morning. I played it uh, beginning of the match, beginning of the podcast. Um, Larry has the support now for the, from the turnbuckle, but misses. He's supposed to hit who... who um, He's eat. supposed to hit uh, Sting. Sting, but he hits Bobby Eaton instead. And then Sting takes out Larry with, uh, Larry with a... Uh, Eaton, I'm sorry, with a step over bar
2: and you could, and you could see you could see throughout the whole match uh it was interesting to read up on is that uh uh Eaton came in with a bump shoulder and yeah and you can, <clears throat> and if you look right, you could see him wincing and he's not yeah. throwing many punches he's not doing much and when I came here, Phil had on the Saturday night post Af- right after that, yeah, and you could see where he really really uh throws his shoulder probably out. did a
1: damage to himself too
2: but uh Rest in peace. I, I tell you, man, it was uh, what an excellent story! What an excellent—I I, just—you look at that, and the only thing you could take away from that is like, wow, WCW really, really dropped the ball, just truly dropped the ball.
1: I mean, it, it was a real—it was, was a weird time because it was fully Turner at this point. They still didn't break away from the NWA, and this pay-per-view for me is like yesterday's Mets game. The Mets are leading. They give up the lead. They give up the lead in the bottom of the ninth inning. Okay? And then an inning and a half later, in extra innings, Alonzo does a walk-off home run. Yeah. That's what WCW did with this pay-per-view. Yeah, all this shit before it, all these five and seven-minute shit matches, then the last three matches come in and just stole the show. Mm -hmm. And that's... And I don't know if that's almost like... Genius that Bill Watts didn't have and he, and he fucking almost all of a sudden said, oh, I'll do it like this on accident. But it worked because, you know, it made—I it, t- remember getting this pay-per-view and, be, and, like, getting excited after the Pillman match. And you know, I'm like, oh, you know, and then with the Japan shit and then, of course, the, the War Games is my favorite gimmick. But I'll tell you what, like, that's how you do it, you know. And WCW was so good at that at times. Where they'll 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 open up, they'll throw dog shit at you, you know. But then they'll clean that shit right back up at the end, man. Because yeah. you got you got quality matches at the one point. It may it may not have gone the way you wanted it to go, but you got those matches. Come come this summer,
2: it it picks up drastically. Oh drastically my god, drastically it picks up. The, the landscape changes.
1: Yeah, Doc and Gordy thing happens for a little while. Sting and Cactus Jack. Yep. Sting and Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake comes in. Fucking you got. What do you call it? Um, What else happens? Uh, Ron Simmons and Vader.
2: You get, you get, uh, you get the great Beach Blast match with 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 the Iron Man match doesn't matter. Yeah, Rude, Steamboat. Steamboat in this match is just, uh, just he's a. And this is what we're gonna go back, we'll circle back to him. You know, I almost wish he would be a part of the Ric Flair match because it would be a great bow on this. But Steamboat, I understand why Steamboat. He was just, he was a fucking master. It's got to make sense, partner. Master it, it, at his. It's credit. got,
1: dude. It's got to make sense. Okay.
2: <clears throat> but even, even, even so, because of the way that he just, God, the way that he just sells everything. Like he just, it. He sold. He would stare. He would, st- and he would have that, that, that cold stare. He, and he would, he wouldn't look into the camera. He would look left or right of the camera, but like looking, or looking out. Like I need help. I need help. But it, and then he would just fire back. It's fucking just, when it's done right it's the best thing in the world and when it's yeah. and when it's not it's the most cringeworthy thing in the sometimes to see but this this was done right go out of your way you, you cause yes. this is this is it's not my favorite once again we're talking about personal preferences uh but I was this was the the Steiners match itself was a great thing to see so yeah
1: so either way that that's that's um wrestle 192 uh, a new perspective on it, obviously. And I guess we'll wrap this up because we have to head out of here. Yeah. Um, all right, listen, real quick, we're looking for those logos, man. We need a logo for our 10th anniversary.
2: Bring the logo.
1: throwbacks one at gmail.com. Best logo. Gets a t-shirt. It Gets a t-shirt from what we print, too. And one from Pro Wrestling Tees. I'll throw that in there, too. All right? Yeah. Let us know. Um, you know all the gimmicks. And we'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We're all we're all accessible except for Jay. Yeah, I got Doc. One Doc, and uh, that's pretty much it. So we'll see you guys next week. Same bad time, same bad channel, and uh, we're done. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight,
2: Gracie.